You're now tuned in to the Teacher's Lounge with Eddie B on all major platforms. Yo, what's happening, man? It's your man, Eddie B, man. You're tuning into another episode of the Teacher's Lounge with your boy, Eddie B. Uh, you already know what it is. Make sure you following me, uh, EddieBComedy.com. Get, stay locked in. You know, subscribe to that thing. Uh, it's free, uh, but you will have the opportunity to see when the shows is coming, when the TV shows coming, uh, 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 all the stuff that we got going on for teachers and et cetera, et cetera. Make sure you follow me on social media at Eddie B Comedy on everything, okay? On TikTok, I'm uh, the, the real, at the real Eddie B Comedy. Uh, and also on my chat line, hit me up on my chat line, 832-957-2788. Also, I take questions for the Ask Eddie B portion of the show uh, from the, the followers on, uh, well, the people who, who uh, are on my chat line. All right, it's a few thousand on there. You know, I ask like general questions. I get some good answers from everybody. We just keep a nice open dialogue. All my teacher people, what's going on? Make sure that you, um, I think I covered it. Follow me. I said all that. I hope y'all doing all right right now. I know the, uh, the, 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 um, the template right now is wild. It's hot. It's crazy. Everything I get in my inbox and on my DM is how people are going through it uh, in education. Actually, I just had a lady. Uh, send me a message on my DM uh, asking me, did I just walk in H-E-B? Yeah, that just happened right now. <laughs> Apparently not. You know what I'm saying? I guess I guess there's a couple of 80Bs out there, you know what I'm saying, look just like me. But it's all good, though. So uh, today uh, we have uh, uh, a familiar face, me guest, uh, last guest. He's, he's the same guest. I want to let you know that right now. But we want to touch on some, uh, some serious topics that she's like uh, – She's real, she's well versed in. And uh, you feel what I'm saying? I'm gonna turn it over to uh for a little while, you know. Not all the way over, because she would love that. Uh, but I'm gonna turn it uh, sub, uh somewhat over uh uh to I guess for the day. Everybody help me to introduce to intro, not even a introduction, but a hey again. Say what's up to uh Miss Trisha Jones. How are you today, Miss Trisha Jones? I am well, and I just have to say, you don't sound excited. You, you sound like you're sick of me. You know what? This is a talk show, and we're not going to divulge that. But hey, what is you talking about? Relax. I'm happy to be here. We living. Hey, I'm happy to see you, man. That's what you want to hear. I'm very, very happy. Wow, that's what you should have led with. But it's okay. Well, first of all, that's the last time you're going to get that apartment, okay? So you should have took your little, I'm sorry, but you want to keep pressing, and now you're going to get, you know what I'm saying, gangster eat. <laughs> I don't want to turn into that on you, for sure. How you feeling? You good? Everything all right going on with you in your life? Everything is good. My baby has another game today. Who? My baby. Oh, your son. Your son had another game. Well, how did they do? How did they fare? They lost. But they they didn't, you know, they made a touchdown. Show some so, progress. Show some progress. Yeah. Well, that's the cool. thing is, the last touchdown, that's what, see, and I see, that's why I don't want to be them like that mom, but the last touchdown, they threw it back. So the guy, he, like, it was the last, in the last quarter of the game, he, I think they was jealous. I think they was jealous. Cause he ran, I don't know the lines or the numbers, but he like ran from the beginning of the play when the play started all the way to the touchdown. Mm. Right. And then they called it back. Oh, okay. Okay. It must've been a holding call. Uses a penalty. Yeah, he was holding the ball. 
Okay, okay, we're gonna let you have it. Okay, so but, but they lost, but they did they did score as in life. And you know? and your godson got three or tackles. four tackles. That's all right. Solo. So, yeah. That so, he tackled the person by himself. I know what solo means. It don't matter. Four tackles, four tackles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't worry about it. Four tackles, four tackles. He, he got. I said he got a tackle. I didn't say they got tackles. I said he got a tackle. I said it was it solo. I'm saying solo means one. I said exactly. he means one. If I would have said them, I would say they or them got tackles. I got the next suspicion that you're being smart with me right now, but I'm gonna let you make no, it. No, could you? Could you say that? Like I, you trying to mansplain? Like I, 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 I wasn't trying to mansplain. I just, it just happened to come out because I'm a football player and I accidentally it came out. You know what I'm saying? I say solo tackle, DJ by himself. Because a lot of times you don't do it by himself. He tackled in in the beginning. If he, if somebody he, else come along. Of them. No, he tackled him by himself. That's all I was asking. So by himself. Okay. That's why I said I knew what solo meant. Okay, my bad. It's going somewhere else. I'm not gonna fight with you on national, whatever this is. <laughs> okay. <laughs> on the national geographic. Yeah, yeah, whatever this is, I'm not gonna fight you right <laughs> here nationally to these people's ears. Now, okay, we talk about a serious subject today. You, you you hit me with it. You know something that's very uh, important. And it's, uh, it's happening all the way around the world, really, every day. But they dedicate this month to it. This is Domestic Violence Awareness Month. Okay? Yes. And I have some questions. I'll, I'll lead okay, later. No, 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 no. About, about, you know what I'm saying? I'm just saying, like, I, I get it. It's domestic violence. But I'm just trying to, you know, see, like, it's violence that's happening. It ain't domestic. But it, it, does it have to be your significant other, the person you're living with? Or does it just anything? Is it verbal abuse anywhere? Or is it just the people you with domestically domestic means like people like in your i know family. what domestic means okay huh? so then, like your intimate partner or a, a family member like that that's domestic so it can be extended as a family member too uh-huh okay okay see i didn't know that i thought domestic was just somebody who you in the house with and then you know it usually is some like an intimate partner but they also what intimate, mean? intimate meaning somebody that you're involved with like you're living together sexually. Okay, sexually. Okay, I just want to hear that part. Oh my God. Intimate. I'm just saying, people don't like to talk the right talk. Okay, people like to be intimate. A girl to say that to the man says, nothing, I'll talk about it later. That's because okay. y'all men don't know don't know how to be intimate. Y'all just want to go straight to. I'm talking about, no, no, no. Uh, first of all, hey, ladies and gentlemen, hold on, let me get some on my chest. I'm talking about when women try to sugarcoat the stuff that they do. What? I'm talking about, hey, I'm talking about when, when, when women try to, hey, I'll tell, hey, hey, I'm really, I'm not finished. I'm gonna, I'm not finna uh, uh, spill out. You start, you stumbling over your words. First of all, you need to relax because I cannot stumble real quick and everybody in trouble. All I'm saying is, I had a, you know, look, look, I had right. a dude tell me, I had a dude tell me, right? He, 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 him and his little, him and his girl was going through something, right? Both of them cheated. I did you wrong, you did me wrong. You remember the song? They doing back and forth for tat, right? And so when he did something, she's like, "Oh, you, this girl, you." She didn't say intimate. When you was with this girl, homeboy, you effed her. You effed that B. That's what she said. Uh -huh. Oh, but when he found out that she did something, he asked about the dude. She said, oh, we were intimate. What the hell are you talking about? What's the difference between F and the B and being intimate with, 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 with a D? You feel what I'm saying? So don't try to sugarcoat it to make it, make it uh, more enticing. So when you say intimate. Well, because... Intimacy is not we just. What, we don't need. We know what intimacy it's not is. Not just about sex. That involves more than just sex. So, like when you elf somebody, holding hands in the park, holding hands in the park, and feeding the ducks. 
you know, it you can be intimate, like like you can make love without making love. Like you it's hey, say to all women out there, only y'all will say that. I'm gonna tell you right now, not one dude I know in America will okay, not admit it to you, but we'll say, Oh man, we was intimate, man. We just held hands in the park, man. And you know exactly. What? So don't get mad right. because we choose to Here use a different right term. So I don't got, get mad because we choose to say, her and that dude was not intimate. Her and that dude was you don't know what that was. You in the bedroom with them? They probably he called him. He called him. Well, what talking about what's the whale for? Huh? What's the whale for? I'm just saying, if he called him, I'm asking you. You saying him and that hun, that man was not intimate. You wasn't in the room with him. He was in the room with him. Man, she said we were intimate. When he was with a woman, she didn't say, "Oh, was you intimate with that girl?" Because let, let me say something. Because we already know when y'all cheat. Hey, don't throw y'all in. Hey, 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 talk about him. Talk about him. We're not talking about it. I got a funny, funny feeling. We need to get off this subject. Hey, y'all. Oh, oh let me just say this y'all. last point. No, oh, but when men, cheat, when men cheat more than anything, they're just effing women. They're not really trying to be in relationships. I don't know that. They be, they be, they just be, it be at a club. They had too much to drink. They be, they be, they be. Or I, I, they done seen something. They ain't trying to be serious with nobody because as soon as they baby mama or their wife or somebody find out, they ready to dump the chick like it ain't nothing. How you so, know that? Because I know. How you know that? Hey, have you watched, uh, what was that? Uh, Waiting to Exhale? <laughs> Every now and then, a, a side chick will look up and become the main chick. But I got you. I got you. So, anyways, back to domestic violence. Cause see, yeah, you we're supposed to be talking about domestic violence. You so know, you start stuff, and I like to finish it. But go ahead. First of all, you need to relax. Okay, bring your little tone down to a two, cause right now it's too too many. You feel what I'm saying? <laughs> bring it down to a two up under the two too many that you own, and then we're gonna have a good show. Okay, so that's what I'm saying. Okay, now your uh, I say that it's your area. I wouldn't say it's your area of expertise, cause that's just not true. It's just something you've been through. And I think that the my area of experience, of experience, so now what makes you uh, like, okay, we're talking about domestic violence. What makes you, you know, uh, uh, well versed in, in that, in this, in this uh, situation, this category, whatever domestic violence, whatever you want to, how you want to say it, like what makes you uh, know so much about it? Cause I went through it. We just said my area of experience. I want the people to know. It's time for you to talk to the people about your experience, Trisha. That's why. That's why I, I set it up like that. Please let me do my. Okay, job. look at you. I thought you had some questions. Mm -mm. Okay. I come with them later, and I come with them while you're talking. I like to, to, to. I like to interrupt you. Let's go. Okay, so you want me to tell like my story, story? Because I need people. I would to love to hear. I would love to hear your story for the people who never heard your story. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's the time because it's, it's a lot of women and men going through the same thing, man. Okay, so. Pretty much, I was 16 years old. I met my kid's dad. We were um, both 16. I'm a mm -hmm. few months older than him. Was y'all we intimate? I'm <laughs> no, sorry. Keep going. This is a serious topic. I'm just, I, I, I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Y'all very intimate. Huh? So, anyways, yes, we were intimate. <laughs> and so, anyways, we went to different schools, but we met at um, our part-time job. So we what was that at? Where did y'all work at? At Ocean Hypermarket. Oh, yeah. For anybody who don't know what that is, that's a grocery store. Uh, why more put them out of business? Okay, I'm listening. Exactly. And so, anyways, we met at Ocean, and you know, it was the typical, like, okay, 
first love, we fell in love within a couple mm -hmm. months. And then yeah. that's um, how quick you, hey, that's how quick you fall in love at 16. Everybody, everybody fall. And really, y'all took too long to fall in love. Because a lot of times it's love the first phone conversation when you when you first were two weeks. First, you first me? I think I so love you. It was, you know, that's what it was. It was we was talking every day, four or five, you know, that four or five hours at night, hanging up, not want to hang up with each other. Yeah, oh um, that's before we get some. That's before we get some. I'm listening. So then, you know, I we actually by the time I graduated high school, we were not together. So we had we had broke up. When I graduated high school, we were not together. And why? Why why y'all wasn't together after when you when you uh when you wasn't in high school? Because okay, so because one night I went to his mom's house and we were watching TV on the couch. Mm -hmm. And at that time, he, you know, he had a y'all wasn't studying. Y'all wasn't studying. His brother was on the other couch, we were watching TV. Okay. And so he brought a blanket in the mix, right? And so I guess he just assumed that I was supposed to let him do whatever to me under the blanket. Um, while his, his brother in the room, right? And so I was like, no. Now if the brother not. wasn't in, now if the brother wasn't in the room, if the brother hey. wasn't in the room, we probably would have went to the room. So um, let's go. I'm listening. Make it hot time. So, but anyways, and then after that, so he, you know, he got mad, and then he was. At the same time, though, his mom was in the, in her room, in the back room, and he wanted me to go into his room, I guess, because he realized that I wasn't going to do anything on the couch. So he wanted, he was, you know, trying to get me to go to the back room. And I was like, first of all, your mama here, you know, your brother here, like, I'm not, you're not going to, you're not going to do me like that. <laughs> had y'all already had been intimate? Uh, maybe once. Yeah, so so basically he was used, he, he wanted it again, basically. Okay. Right. I'm listening. So, um, so then after, like after that, he got mad and took his, he, he got mad and went to the back room by himself. Right. Then he left me in the living room on the couch for about an hour watching TV with his brother. Mm -hmm. Never came back to the front. And then, oh, he did come back to get the blanket. Right. Cause he forgot the blanket. He left. <laughs> so he came back to get the blanket and left. You, and the, uh, you sure ain't going to be comfortable. You don't right, give so, me none. You won't be comfortable. Look, so when he left and when he came back and got the blanket, and mind you, I'm still, you know, that 16-year-old girl that's, I'm like, okay, he gonna come back eventually, you know, and I, and then his brother was there, so me and his brother was watching TV, and, you know, I was like, okay, I'm not totally by myself, uh -huh. but um, eventually his brother was like, you know, sis, uh, I don't think he coming back, you want me to call you a cab so you can get home? Mm. I was like, okay, that's fine, so his brother paid for me a cab to get home and then when I got home he called the home phone and was like um who the fuck told you to leave and I was like uh you left me in the living room and then he was like okay you stupid b-i-t-c-h mm -hmm. it's over so that was that and I think that was that was probably like now mind you now that I'm out and I'm over it that was my red flag. Like that was my flag right there. Yeah. But I wasn't. So to me, I just, I took, but you know, the 16 year old me was just like, oh, okay. I did something wrong. I shouldn't have left. I should have stayed there. And, you know, I took it as, okay, he was warranted. Like the breakup was warranted. So he broke up, right. we broke up. And then like the rest, like the, my last couple months of, of senior, my senior year, we weren't together, even though like, I would say we still messed around. He still got some when he wanted it, right? <laughs> so 
And that was me trying to, you know, I guess feel like that'll get him back. If I give him what he want, then he'll eventually, we'll get back together. Uh-huh. And so by the time I graduated, we were, we, I ended up moving out of my mom's house and we moved into an apartment. Then he ended up moving with me, still not together because he said he had to focus on his football career. He was going to college, had mm-hmm. to focus on his football career. In- been distracted. Yeah. His coach told him I was a, I would be a girl or a distraction. So he needed to just focus on that. But the by coach the time- got a wife though. But the coach got a wife though. Probably so. I don't know. <laughs> By the time he went to off to college, I found out I was pregnant with our with our first son. Straight out of high school. Right. And Mm. yeah. That'd be tough. Yeah. So I found out I was pregnant. He didn't what no. I the first time I was pregnant was straight out of high school. Cause he he was a year behind me. So when I graduated high school, he still was in high school. He had like his senior year. So Mm. by the time he graduated. I had already had one abortion. So by the time he graduated and went off to college was when I got, I was pregnant the second time. And then that's when I was like, I'm not aborting this baby because I already had one, you know, because he didn't, you know, want the baby or whatever. And I, of course, in my book, there's a scene where we, you know, one of the events happened. Um, and so I was just trying to get him to, you know, understand why I needed to keep the baby and he didn't really want the baby, but his God that convinced him to, you know, just let her keep the baby. And, you know, so he ended up still going off to college mm-hmm. in the process of him going to college. He ended up having to leave one school because his scholarship fell through. Then he went to, meanwhile, I'm still hanging on while he in, in Alabama state doing his thing. I'm calling his phone. Women picking up. Mm-hmm. You got two kids. <laughs> and by this time, you got two kids for him. No, I still just had one. Okay, okay, okay. You know, but I'm paying his phone bill to keep his phone on. I'm sending him money every week because he didn't have money. You know, I'm making sure he's surviving college because he, you know, his mom didn't help out. Meanwhile, like I said, I would call his dorm room. Women would answer. Or one time I called his cell phone and a woman, answered, a girl picked up. And was like, who are you? And I was like, what you mean? And this is why I was fully, like, I was almost about to have my, I was like eight and a half, about seven and a half months. Mm -hmm. And I was like, what? And this is in my book too. Like she picked up the phone and then his, 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 what did he said that that was his homeboy's girlfriend. (laughs) And I'm like, why would your homegirl, first of all, what would give your homegirl, I mean, your homeboy's girlfriend enough nerve to pick up your phone, no phone to answer. even play like that and then when this i is, asked hey, her, this is his school this is a cell phone yeah this is his cell phone i said first of all that's disrespectful to her boyfriend and then that's disrespectful to you like hot but i didn't believe none of that so then right then and there is like the i broke up with him um i broke up with him and then of course he started you know calling back and stuff talking about he i turned his phone off and everything i turned i called sprint said hey sprint Turn that phone off. He don't need it. I, he got the hose answering it. He don't need it. So then eventually he called me. Well, he got his god dad to call me. And that's when he had to leave the college because he said his scholarship fell through. And he wanted to just come home and be a dad. But then eventually he ended up going back to Paul Quinn College. Mm-hmm. That's Paul Quinn is. He ended up getting into Paul Quinn and playing football there. Um, in two, you know, years. I was still there the whole time. 
I think the first incident of abuse happened like right before he went to the first college, right before he went to the first college. Um, Cause I was going through my little, I'm done with him phase. I'm really going to move on. This is it. And, you know, I ended up meeting a guy and me and the guy really wasn't doing anything, but we just kind of talked on the phone a lot. And mm-hmm. I talked, the guy knew that, Hey, I was, you know, I, I did, I was like in a relationship with somebody. I loved somebody, but he pretty much was okay with just being my friend. You know how, Oh, I'm okay. Cause I know he probably thought he was going to win in the end. Yeah, but, it's, it's like a glass, uh, a thing in a glass case. Just break it, uh, break it when you need it. You know what I'm saying? In case of emergency, break this glass. We right here, baby. Right. And so the first time the abuse happened was like the guy and me, we had went, I think we was just sitting out in his car. He came by the apartment and he was like, I, he wanted to come in. And I was like, no, you can't come in. I was like, but I'll come out and sit in the car with you and talk for a little while. And so we sat for like an hour talking and I was like, okay, I'm going back in. Of course, you know, he probably tried it to this day. People, you know, he, my baby daddy was like, he, that nigga was trying to fuck you anyways. And I'm like, okay. He asked to use the restroom. And I said, okay, you can use the restroom. He came in, used the restroom. On the way out using the restroom, I heard a knock on the door. And the knock on the door was him. And I'm look, I'm in the apartment. My I didn't have any furniture because this was my first apartment straight out of high school. All I had was like a table. I had a kitchen table and then an air mattress in the bed in a um room. No living room furniture, nothing. And so me and a dude standing in the empty living room, I'm looking at him like he talking about who is that? I'm like, that's that's my ex-boyfriend. <laughs> and he was like, Well, shit, I'm about to go. I ain't did nothing. Yeah. And so I'm like. Yeah, but he really ain't gonna get back with me then if he see you. So I'm like, we literally in the living room, like going back and forth. And I'm like, no, don't go out there. Cause if you go out there, then it's definitely over between us. And he was like, I'm not, I didn't do nothing. I'm going out there. So I'm like, okay. We yeah, trying to get home at this point. So finally the knock stopped and I'm thinking, okay, that's it. So I'm thinking he gone. I had a next door neighbor that we, me and her were really cool. And she heard the knocks. So she called me on my home phone and was like, hey, is that such and such at your door? And I was like, yes. And she was like, okay, I'm gonna let you know when he leaves. <laughs> she was like, I'm gonna let you know when he leaves so you can get rid of whatever is going on, you know, cause he seemed like he angry. And so, cause he went from knocking on the front door, he went to the patio and started knocking on the patio, on the patio window, like he was determined. I'm watching y'all. And so look though, so right when the knock stopped, I'm thinking, okay, okay. I told the dude, I was like, okay, you can leave. Go ahead. So as soon as I opened the door and the dude was headed out, I heard somebody from down the sidewalk saying, yeah, oh, bitch ass nigga. Oh, whole ass hoe, you trick. You over here, oh, you got a nigga in your apartment just going off. I'm sorry for the language. No, you, 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 and, it's, it's, it's the horrible truth. <laughs> and so the dude just took off. He left me to just defend myself. He took I mean, off. He had nothing to do with the same thing I would have did. That's why I promise to God. This, this, hey, <laughs> apparently y'all got some things y'all need to work out. Because I ain't got nothing to do with this. I ain't want to go pee, buddy. I didn't want to go pee. Apparently y'all some things. Hey, that's Eddie B all day long. I'm so sorry to butt in front of you. Hey, but I, I'm listening. But tell hey, that boy, that boy that left, he's a national hero. I'm telling you that right now. Because some dudes be trying to be brave. Don't talk to her like that. Let me tell you something, fellas out there. If there's a dude outside beating on the dope, and he emotional behind this woman. Dudes don't know how to handle their emotions, man. So you are a liar. 
You, it's something that can happen to you. So you need to get out of there. Why are you in there in the first place? Anyway, I'm so sorry. Hey, y'all, that just happened to me one time. That happened to me one time in college. <laughs> I was in somebody's house and the ex, so-called ex, uh, beat on the door. And he was switching emotions outside. He was mad at her. Then he was crying. He cried. This boy cried at her window. I'm laying in the bed. You feel what I'm saying? I'm laying in the bed with, you know, with my extra credit clothes on. You feel what I'm saying? I'm laying oh, in the bed credit. with not a mucho on. And this boy took only only on the outside, he low, you know, he looked weak. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to put no stereotype on how he looked, but when you see him, like, ah, oh, he can't, you know what I'm saying? But when he was out there switching emotions and going through his thing, talking about he loved her, then he hates you, B, and la la la, move, I could have been, man, I love you. <laughs> I was so, hey, I, was, I was so scared. I ain't gonna lie to you. I've never been that scared in my life because I didn't know he was capable of. And I know exactly how that dude felt, right? He was trying to get out of there. No harm, no foul. And he, hey, I bet you that boy probably went out of there and repented of his sins. He thanked God for letting him out of that. You know what I'm saying? Did you feel like he should have hung up? I mean, at that point, I was, it, really, I didn't really, I didn't care about the dude. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, like, I, you wanted to get back with. Yeah, so I didn't care. I, I didn't, you know, I didn't look at <laughs> Cute. She got me talking crazy. You wanted to get back with the dude out there beating on the door. That was you. Hey, Q, you want to you want to do that that out of there because I, I, I damn did I did that. <laughs> hey, but you want to be the dude beating I on the door. Yeah, so I didn't care. It don't that, it don't matter. I, I I was like I didn't you know it never dawned on me that oh he just left me like that and didn't try to stay to help me. I was like okay, you know, and then but by the time dude up you know he came up cussing and fussing, it was all over. Like that's mm -hmm. when it, that was the first that was that was the first incident right there. He had mm -hmm. me up against the iron gate outside our apartments. Then he drugged me in the house, and in the house. He had me up against the wall. Um, I think he punched me in my stomach. He punched me um, in my jaw, in my eye. He kicked me. And and you had full clothes on because you you weren't doing that. Yeah, I had on some jeans. I remember them damn jeans to this day. They I hate them damn too. jeans. Jeans you got your ass whooped in. <laughs> but, yeah, hey, so, let me stop. I said some jeans you got your ass whooped in. They reminded you that that boy crazy. I'm listening, man. Oh Lord. So, Jeez, this ain't nothing to play with, man. Hey, but you know what? All of those are signs at an early age of the domestic violence. I'm listening right, to the I was, to I was phone. Right, because I was eight, 18 by that time. And hey, with one kid together though. This was before. This was actually before. Remember, I told you we went together that period we weren't together. And then right when this, this was before college. Th right. This is right before he left to go to college. Actually, this incident that night. After he did what he did, he left, right? He was like, fuck you, you stupid, da, 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 all this. Let's see what you made me do. And then he left. You, you, oh, then, you, 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 you made him hit you. Right. So then he left. And then I went in the room and, you know, cried myself to sleep. And um, then he ended up calling at like two or three in the morning, crying, on the phone, crying, saying. I, I, my man, I'm done. My man, my man, I'm listening. He was crying, asking me why I do that to him and all this stuff. Long story short, that was the conversation that got us back together because all of a sudden he wanted to be back with me. And so, of course, you know me, I wanted that, so I took it. And so then, like, that was, that you know, from that point on to him going to college, me being pregnant, the guy ended up eventually hitting me up a year later 
Um, but I was like, hey, me and him got back together. Whatever happened that night, I apologize. I wasn't trying to get you involved in it. Um, and then, of course, he was like, well, you know, can we still be friends? You know, I know what that means. But I was like, no, I'm pregnant, you know. So <laughs> um, we can't be friends. So, you know, like I said, and so eventually year after year, like there was always like that incident stemmed the rest of our relationship. Like that incident was his reason for doing everything, for getting mad at me, for cussing me out, for yelling at me because he said I cheated on him. I disrespected him. I had yeah, yeah. right. Okay. And um, and I, I felt like I did something. So I, I took it and I let that be my acceptance of being beat on all the, all that, all those times, because okay. I felt like I, I, I shouldn't have had nobody in that apartment, even though it was my place, we weren't living together. We wasn't even together. And you was paying for the place. Yeah. And, um, so, you know, down the line, we end up having another baby and yeah. then, because because everything because I mean just just let's, let's just be honest and in reality everything was not all bad you know what I'm saying if y'all I'm pretty sure y'all had great days too in order for you to even get to the point yeah we had we had some days where it was okay but in the back of my mind I was always on edge like I was always on edge not wondering if I said the wrong thing if he was gonna hit me if I did the wrong if you ever get punched in 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 in, in, in in the cheek, then the eye. That's neat. You were, you were, you don't punch me both places. He found, he kicked you too. Like kicking, kicking, you don't even kick, you kick a dog, right? You know what I'm saying? You kick something you want to get out the way, like a person. Like that's the ultimate, you know, I, I, you know, that's just my personal. Yeah, I, I, I agree. And this, you know, I, 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 I just don't see it as a, as, as the type of guy I am, because I've been in the domestic mm -hmm. violent relationship too. But I didn't do no, I didn't, I, I didn't hit back, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I wanted to, I wanted, I wanted, I wanted, you know what I'm talking about? I put that man strength on them, but I didn't though. So I know it happens both ways. So I know if I gave that much restraint not to, because that's just my morals, even though a dude can never say he'll never, never hit a woman until he's in a position to hit a woman back and don't do it. That's when a dude can tell me I never hit a woman. You can say all that cute stuff all you want to, man, I never feel punk. You hit a woman, you a Okay, but well, how about one hit you with a, a mop handle? You know what I'm saying? Hit you with a, and I'm talking about slapping you in the face, really pushing you like anybody else. You know that's a death sentence. But you know when you when you when you take that type of abuse and you don't hit back, that's when you can tell me that you would never hit a woman, and I can say that I, I you know I never hit a woman. But dang, I'm listening to you. I'm listening to you. Y'all were young, you know. All this stuff happened when I was younger too, though. You know what I'm saying? So we all do young dumb stuff trying to live with each other and you know whatever 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 but i'm listening so you living in a little slight fear well not fear but you living in like okay this is in the back of my mind this mother mother did lay hands on me before you know what i'm saying so that was always in the back of your mind right and and with every incident it was always in the back like the thing is every incident it just they gain more and more power over you, more and more control over you because they know that now you know that they're not just talking. They are really serious about what they're going to do to you if you don't do pretty much what they ask and make, like I literally, I, I, I when I, like when you hear people say, I felt like I was a prisoner 
Mm-hmm. I literally was a prisoner in my own body because nothing mm-hmm. I did was about me. Yeah. I'm sorry. No, I got you. I understand. Come on. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It, 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 I did was it's about real, me. Though. It's real. Every, every move I made was his, like he decided everything. He decided what I wore. He decided who I talked to. He decided who I had at the house. He decided mm-hmm. who I hung out with. He decided like everything. It, be, it, be, it gets that to that point. And it's like, you do it because he hit me before. So if I don't do it, he gonna do, he gonna hit me again. Mm-hmm. And so like, I literally was like, I, if I laugh too much, if he thought I laughed too much, I didn't laugh anymore. If he thought my jokes weren't funny, I didn't joke anymore. If he thought my food wasn't good, I tried to make it better. You know, it was like, and he, and it, I got to the point where I was like, damn, it's like nothing I can do is right. He think everything I do is wrong. He think my food is bad. No matter what I cook, it you missing something from it. Oh, it wasn't right. How long it took you to cook? I'm in school. Damn, you take it forever to get out of school. You just need to go and quit. Maybe school ain't for you. You know, mm-hmm. and I'm, but I'm coming home every day from a job, taking care of your kids, making sure your bath water is ran, making sure your work clothes are ironed, making sure clothes washed, making sure you have dinner on the table. None of that is good. None of that was good enough. It was always a problem with everything that I did, but you still, but it was like, he still wanted me to do exactly that. If he came home and bath water wasn't ran, it was some shit. If he came mm-hmm. home and food wasn't cooked, what you did at work today, you ain't did shit. You don't even make a lot of that, lot of money at that job. Mm-hmm. You know, it was just, it was like, that was that. And then, of course, we ended up having three kids. I ended up, it went from me having my first child because I felt like I needed somebody for me. Mm-hmm. Then the second child, I felt like, because the first child kind of looked like him. So I was like, the second child is going to be a girl that's really going to be for me. But the second child ended up being a boy. <laughs> and so I felt like, okay, he got his two sons and I still needed somebody for me. Mm-hmm. And so when, like my daughter, I tell her all the time, I pray for her. I literally pray for her. Mm-hmm. So when I had her, <laughs> so when I had her and she'll tell you to this day, she prayed for me. I literally pray for her. I literally ask God to give me somebody that is for me, somebody that look like me, somebody mm-hmm. that's just like me, somebody that's little like me. A little thing, got attitude, got a quick mouth. Yeah. <laughs> hey, she got it. I'm listening. Okay, mom. A little girl that I can dress up and I can mm-hmm. have my own little live Barbie doll and somebody that I could just occupy my time with and not have to, you know, even though I had my sons, I feel like they were for him. Right, I got you. I understand. And so eventually, you know, I got to the point where um, I had been checked out mentally. Like by this time, we had been together like 14 years. Everybody can, everybody listening. Been together like 14. Everybody listening to this can relate to that. You check out mentally. Everybody. And I was gone. And, yeah. you know, I think. It's a wow. I want to say so wild. Look, go ahead. That's not appropriate for my show. And so, like the you know the the last year, um, 
I had already been gone, but then I had got to the point where I was like, okay, I'm going to prepare myself to be gone and not come back. Cause I left so like many physically times, leave, like physically leave and not come back at all. Like I left so many times, like I would leave, literally pick up, pick, pack up me and my kids clothes, go to my mama house and say, I'm gone. I'm done. As soon as he called, well, my family at, I want my family at this house. And I would come back because I would think, oh, he want his family, you know, and or he'll say he going to do right. He going to do this. And mind you, throughout these years, he did go to jail twice for the violence. Um, but the kicker part is I was not the one that called on him either time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just didn't want. Yeah, right. I got you. he. Um, so, you know. The last year, I just kind of started just trying to prepare myself to leave and just be completely out. But I was worried about finances because I now I'm thinking, OK, now I'm going to have three kids to take care of by myself because I knew for some reason I knew that he wasn't going to be there as a father like he really wasn't when we were together because he really was just working, coming home, going to sleep getting up going to work coming home going to sleep i was still i was still a single parent even though we were under the same roof together so mm. when i decided to leave i had a lot to think about like i was thinking about money like how was i going to support three kids by myself and try to finish school because i'm still going trying to get my bachelor's i was just thinking about everything and for years that's the reason why i stayed because i i like i was scared to go out there and not know what was going to happen if i get out there and um, but at this point, I was like, this is like, this is really not the life that I that I'm supposed to be having. Like right. at some point, you just finally just be like, you know what? I'm just gonna have to go out there and hope for the best and hope that I'm okay, hope that I can take care of my kids by myself, hope that life is not as scary or as hard as I think it is. Being, because I always wanted my kids. One thing about me too that that was a reason why I stayed was because I always wanted my. I believe I didn't have a family. I didn't have my dad, and I always said, whoever I end up having kids by, that was gonna be that was it for my life. Like that was the person that I was gonna be with for the rest of my life. I wanted my kids to have the same dad and the same mom. I never wanted my kids to have to go to multiple dads' houses on the weekends or have one that's their dad is in their life and then one their dad not in their life. I never wanted to deal with that type of stuff. So I stayed so long because I was like, at least my kids have their dad. Mm -hmm. But then I was like, you know what? I'm hurting them because they're seeing, they're listening. They're seeing me cry. Like my oldest son saw a lot of the stuff when he was just too, you know, a toddler. And then my middle son, by then it had calmed down because he had just, you know, he had got out of jail. So he was trying to be good. So he wouldn't go back to jail, you know, but then it cranked when it cranked back up during my third child, my daughter, that's when I realized that there's no changing him. He is going to always find a reason to put his hands on me, no matter what it is. No matter what month it is, year it is, no matter how long he hasn't done it, it's gonna it's in him. And so that's when I was like, I gotta, I gotta find, I gotta find a way. It's like now what they say is an escape plan. So I had to, I had to come up with an escape plan that will make it all right. Let me interject, let me interject and just pause real fast when you was talking about the um it ain't gonna change. I hear it all the time. It says people don't change. Mm 
And um, I think there's truth to that. We're going through, you know, like personally, cause I, I had to check myself. I'm like, did I change? Or did, have I been this person? Have I always been this person? You know what I'm saying? I ain't changing. Well, I notice, uh, I do, I will say this. People change, uh, people don't change, but you have to sometimes change for the person you with. But that didn't change who you really are though. And you'll come to find who you really are once that person is out your life. You know what I'm saying? Like if you were just, like for instance, like, like let's just you know, like before I met, you know, I'm not gonna give her no energy. Before I met a certain person, you know what I'm saying? I used to like the kiss. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. She didn't like the kiss. So I turned into a dude that didn't like the kiss because she liked the kiss. And then I, after her, you know, next person, oh, Eddie B don't like the kiss. Well, that wasn't me. You know what I'm saying? And so I, I, I will say that people don't change. What they are is what they are. I guarantee you, like what you are, as far as like people don't change. It was some stuff you like. You say you had to adjust. You told jokes, you funny as hell. You told jokes, he ain't like. You stop telling jokes. You cook something, he ain't like. Try to do something else, right? You uh social, he ain't like that. Try you had to be like so. You usually you, you was a zombie, basically, because you had to change to make something work. Mm -hmm. But who you really are was not that though. You know what I'm saying? Right. So people, so people don't change. If you're a good-hearted person, you're just a good-hearted person in a situation with a raggedy person. You know what I'm saying? And if you're a raggedy person, you're gonna always be that raggedy, unless divine intervention. Now you know God can change right. anybody. That's the only thing. Other than that, if God ain't in it, then you know Jesus. Is real. I'm listening though. Yeah. I'm listening. I agree. Um. And so, yeah, like I said, I, I I started to make my escape plan, but in the process of that, I also started kind of getting back out, hanging out um, with friends and just trying to enjoy life. And eventually, me and my kids left. I broke my lease mm -hmm. um, where I was, which I didn't want to do. I broke my lease, packed my kids' stuff up while he was going to work one day. Mm -hmm. So um. by, the time he, by the time he got off and came home, he was calling my phone saying like what the fuck and i was like you always been you've been saying like his main thing for years has always been as soon as i get my shit together i'm leaving you so i'm like now your, now you can leave me because like there's nothing holding you back and this is with the, and this was all the kids now this is after your daughter mm -hmm. okay so now so now like we got we got speed it up we got speed it up. so now you got the um from this experience you got your book which is called uh, his weapon of choice has been on the market for like a year and something now, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and he's doing good, and you've been got like, a lot of stuff have came up has come off of it. Like you got you got walks that you do, you have support groups that you have uh, created, um, and um, I think that I think that's awesome. So, like, real quick, tell the people how uh, a little bit about your book and, and how they can uh, reach. Well, no, no, we will get to the reach out part uh, about the, a little bit about the book. Um. So some of the stuff I just told, like it's that that's just like a little piece of the pie that it I get just graphic. Told. It, it get graphic. Like, I'm gonna say that right now. It, it get graphic. Just, just okay. So like the story I just told about the guy, you know, that was in the apartment that I was in the apartment with. That was one chapter, but there's yeah. 12, 13 other chapters of different incidents that happened with different mm -hmm. weapons that he used, whether mm -hmm. it was a physical weapon. A yeah. girl, it, like the thing yeah. is, people think weapons are just like objects. <laughs> weapons are any a weapon can be anything that hurts you. Yeah. 
that was why that was one of the reasons why I really liked that title to the book because it was just it was different weapons. It was physical. It was it was a girl, you know, girls, words, just different things that just broke me and, and tore me down. Mm-hmm. So um, every chapter is just about an incidence of abuse that happened with a different weapon that he used. Until mm-hmm. like the very last chapter, it tells it just talks about me finally get, making my way out and you know trying to become the person I am today. Well, who I've always been, but finding myself again. Got you, got you. So now the book is out, doing well. A lot of stuff has come up has come from it, like the walks and the support groups and uh, you know give, give, getting different responses because a lot of people have been through this. And I'm hearing that he found out about the. book. Mm-hmm. Uh, what he had to say about the, about him finding out about him well the thing is for years he always act like he well his, his for years he always act like he did what he did because I deserved it mm. so when I wrote the book I didn't think he would try to deny it but when I wrote the book he kind of was I guess he kind of responded as if I just made everything up you know he was he sent me an email because I kind of cut off communication with him. So he sent me an email and was like, when you get out of your domestic violence coma, hit me up. I want to talk about, I want to talk about, it's about the about the kids. And so I just kind of ignored it. Cause I'm like, okay. Yeah, the manipulation is, is old. It's real. It's real it's and it's old. Like, it's old. It's old. Yeah. yeah. Cause you really ain't worried about these kids. You are really just trying to see what I'm doing, trying to see what's going on in my life, trying to see if you have any, any some kind of control over it. So, well, forget him. Say, buddy, uh, you got three awesome kids. You know, everybody's doing all right now, buddy. You'll be okay. But he's not the only one. A lot of people uh, that's hearing this, they went through two. And, and you'd be so embarrassed sometimes to talk about it because a lot of people make you feel like, oh, why didn't you leave? You know what I'm saying? It's more complicated than that. And it's not as easy. You know, you got to be uh, mentally ready first and then physically you can probably get up out of that. You know, you know. Right tired of everything but a lot of people think a lot of people don't realize that abuse is not just physical it's Mm -hmm. mental it's emotional and And that's the worst kind and 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 they don't realize that by the time it gets physical you already mentally invested in this and mentally torn down and broken so when it gets physical it's it's like it's it's it's, I mean, the mental is worse than the physical. So when it get physical, it's like, that's nothing. Cause bruises and, and marks and bumps and all of that can go away. You can hide that. But that mental is, is like in your mind, you can't get rid of that. You can't. And, then, and that's what people don't realize. And then they, they, you know, they think that when we meet these people, we meet them as abusers. Uh-huh. They be oh. the nicest people. They work at banks. Right. We don't meet them. Like we don't meet them as abusers. And that's why. Right, that's right, why right. abuse is from an you is is majority from an intimate is from an intimate partner because by then you know this person. It's not yeah. some stranger you just met on the street. I got you. Hey, cut oh. into action real quick. We're gonna uh we're gonna um we're gonna get right back to it, but this is a session. We got a few more, we got a few questions and things that y'all wanna ask. Eddie B, you got it, you got it right. Uh-huh. Ask Eddie B. We're probably better knock out two or three of them today. So this is the Eddie B portion. Ask Eddie B portion of the show. We got to try to knock it out real fast. You got you got questions. I got answers, man. However you want to do it, let's go. I'm ready for the first question. All right. Mm. 
How does your district feel about your comedy? Well, first of all, uh, <laughs> if I still work for a district, come on, man. Y'all see the videos that I put out all the time, man. You know I do not possibly teach anymore. You know, it, districts would have like a worldwide search for me. It would be an APB out on me. They'd have got the FBI involved, everybody to get this guy from talking the truth and stirring up stuff. I would have been guy fired. But I will say when I when I did work for the district, when it first started, I got a lot of pushback. A lot of people didn't like it, mainly uh, people in the admin. You know, the teachers were loving it. But I had a couple of teacher haters, too, that were, you know, um, that were, you know, they just was haters. So, you know, how I go. But it don't matter. They can't stop nothing. So, yeah, the district did push back a little bit. But all that did was make me bark harder and go harder. And now they don't own me. So I can say whatever I want to. <laughs> okay, next question. What was the worst thing that you did as a teacher that you should have gotten fired, that should have gotten you fired, but didn't because you know they need us more than air? LOL, this should be good. <laughs> well, I'm going to tell you like this here. It's definitely something that they didn't know about because <laughs> I would have got fired. And I'm going to plead the fifth. Uh, I'm going to plead the fifth on this one. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm going to plead all the fifth. You can use your imagination. But yeah, I'm, I'm the fifth has been played. I want to hear what you did. You don't work there no more. No, nah, I'm cool. I'm good. Um, uh, uh, yeah, nah, yeah. Uh, somebody. Yeah, 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 yeah. I got filthy with somebody on campus. You know what I'm saying? We was on campus. Hey, I'm just telling you. I'm be honest with you, okay? If they would have found out, okay, I'm gonna tell you. Just, I can't tell you the school that I, I was on at. campus. We was on campus during school. Let me tell y'all something. Hey, and I'm not gonna tell you. You say our campus. No, no it, it was it was on campus. No, I can't. I can't. I can't disclose. Listen, listen, listen. I worked at four schools, so can't nobody say no, nobody nothing. Hey, it was it was you know what I'm saying it was a teacher there who happened to be you know feeling me or whatever, literally and physically. Okay, and so just one day you know, we we chilling and then it turned into something else. And uh, my kids was at lunch. And it happened just that quick. And uh, yeah, I'm talking about we uh, <laughs> we doing it on quizzes. You know what I'm saying? It got real wild in there. You know what I'm talking about? cameras in that room? No, thank God. Because like I say, you'll never know what year it was. You'll never know who the teacher was. But for like this, I was new in the game. I was fresh out pain because I was hurt by my son, my whatever, whatever. And I, you know what I'm saying? And it, hey, but you know what? It so you've been a male thought. Hey, it, it wasn't the fact that the the, the actual act was nice. The fact that we was doing it on campus, like that was amazing. Like the fact that we actually that nobody knew, unless she probably told. You know, women talk a lot. Dudes do too, but I didn't have a lot of partners like that. But I'm just saying, yeah, I got busy at school, and um, uh, <laughs> I'm talking about at school, not 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 I'm talking about my kids at lunch. So yeah, you talking Mr. Brown fixing his bow tie and everything, and. When the kids came back, they wondered why Mr. Brown was in the walking around the, the rest of the building smelling like cat. First of all, we had wipes. <laughs> and she walking around and she walking. Hey, did I use protection? Hey, first of all, this is my question. Relax now. Hey, I use protection. Straight up with naked head. Hey, God, oh, damn, why you my business God. like that? Why you my business like that? Hey, teachers, hey, teachers are the cleanest people in the world. 
Teach us how to clean the oh, dog. First of all, first of all, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's, it's with herpes and stuff hey, like that. Relax. Hey, you know? hey, I made it out with our spot on blemish. Okay. I, I had plenty of tests. Now, at the time, you're not thinking about that. You, know, so you probably got a baby out here and don't even know it. Wow. First of all, I can't talk like this on my show. But my pullout game was amazing. Don't ever do that. Don't ever do that. Well, it was. <laughs> this was for <before laughs> other two kids. You know what I'm saying? I thought I was doing something. But anyway, uh, yeah, I think that's enough uh, for today. Um, oh, my God. Who if anybody you? is suffering, thank y'all for the question, man. If anybody out there is suffering from domestic violence, man, uh, look here. Look here. You don't have to put up with it, man. If you need extra support, make sure that you read out domestic uh, violence. National Domestic Violence Hotline is 800-799-SAFE. That's uh, 800-799-7233. Please get help. Or if you don't want to call nobody, you just want to get on, get some information, or maybe you uh, uh, you want to do your thing online, go to thehotline.org. And I just want to let you know, if you don't want to do, hey, look, we got the, we got the expert right here, Sister Trisha Jones. You, you can go check out her book. She has a support group, and she has a website, right, for it? Yes, Trisha I had to think about that. TrishaNJones.com, www.trishaNJones.com. You can find me on Facebook, Trisha Jones, author Latricia Jones, Instagram, T Jones, the number four life. Mm -hmm. Okay, okay. So uh, I, I tell them, we got a couple of minutes. Tell them a little bit about your support group, though. Because I'm a, are you still doing that? You still doing that? So we put it on pause because now um, everybody's kind of branching off and they're more involved like individually with okay. like people who are what with like with survivors and right. victims. Um, but it's usually every second Sunday. Um, it was every Sunday. And then we had to kind of, you know, cause we busy with other clients and stuff. So um, it's every second Sunday we get we together. Clients? Okay. You know, I like that little word. I hear you, big dog. And so um, every second Sunday we get together. All of, We're all survivors and we just kind of tell our stories. And every now and then we have a new person, a new victim or a new survivor, and they'll tell their story. And we just kind of uplift each other. I mean, it's not a regular support group because we start off talking about our, our, you know, our domestic violence. Then we end up talking about our life now, the kids, where we work, how we hate our jobs dudes that we dating you know stuff that we want to do it, it's just it, by the end of the night we end up meditating and everybody's so peaceful and so you feel so refreshed and you so feel so light because you didn't gotten you know everything off your chest mm -hmm. people need that and um women especially because yeah. you know it's a lot of women holding in a lot of stuff and um you know we just we just need to be there to support each other i got you Makes sense to me, man. Look here, man. Like I said, you don't have to put up with it, but if you in it and you got nobody to talk to, of course, please reach out to Trisha. You know, what about social media? They can get a hold of you on that. Did you talk about your social media? Facebook is social media. Yeah, Facebook is social media. That's on my check. Okay. No, I'm asking you because I said Facebook and Instagram and you Oh, oh I, 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 I wasn't hey, I was tuned out. I'm trying to I'm trying to get because you're still trying to figure out how you let yourself do that in that classroom. First of all, relax. Don't hate me. Cause you ain't me, you know what I'm talking about? That went down. Hey, relax. Don't even worry about me. This is the, the, first of all, the lady got she got. Are you happy with yourself? Woo, that was a long time ago. <laughs> I, I, I hadn't even thought Are about you? it, but now that I, I hadn't even thought about it, but now that I thought about it, now that I think about it, that was get back 
to the district. They never know I did that all on your campus. All on them. On thing is, yeah, we, we did it on the whole. Anyway, if it give me like that, okay. So make sure you reach out, get some help, man. Make sure you get some information. <laughs> Check out Trish. She has a walk. If you are in the Houston area, she has a walk coming up. You might want to be a part of that. Everybody, you know, just supporting the cause of domestic violence awareness. Uh, make sure you hit me up on my chat line, 832-957-2788. That's how you can get on here, as well as go to adbcomedy.com and subscribe. You can get on the podcast. I would love to have you. Love to talk to you about that good teacher stuff. On my uh, chat line, though, that's when we're taking the questions Let's from- me, y'all. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, it's all good. Uh, the ch- uh, for the chat line, uh, you go there and I ask questions like, you know, to, um, you know, to get, give me questions to ask on the- Ask Eddie B. So I, I like that session. We keep that going. I'll take those questions mainly from uh, the, uh, the the teachers that submit questions from the, uh, the chat line. Also on social media, Eddie B Comedy, at Eddie B Comedy on everything. Make sure you support. Yeah, we'll be touring in your area real soon. So go to EddieBComedy.com and uh, check that out. I love you guys so much. Take care of yourself. Until next time, this has been another episode of the Teacher's Lounge with your boy Eddie B and Miss Trisha Jones. You, you, you going to say something to the people before we go? Thank you for having me. Bye, everybody. Thank us for having her. Bye, everybody. Thank y'all so much for tuning in, man. (laughs) Y'all get some rest. You got to work tomorrow. (laughs) Bye-bye. You are now tuned in to the Teacher's Lounge with Eddie B on all major platforms.